0: You're listening to Let's Talk Purpose Live, because who you are is important to what you do and where you are going. Now for your host, Lisa! Well, good morning. Hey, Brittany, how are you doing this morning? I'm
1: great. Good morning.
0: This is our first talk show over. How are you feeling this morning?
1: I'm a little anxious. I'm just ready to get this thing going.
0: Ready to get it going. What okay. are you most excited about?
1: Um, I don't know. Just hearing what people the feedback and um what people liked and what people are learning and that's my favorite part.
0: Yeah. Favorite part. So, let's talk purpose. Exciting topic. Um, I believe you came up with the title. I did. Yeah.
1: That was my, you know, contribution <laughs> that one day.
0: <laughs> it was a big contribution though.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. Um I was just excited to um, be chosen, the chosen one to be the your side chosen
0: one to be my side. So kick. I had
1: to, you know, add a little something in there.
0: So interesting. I'm trying to multitask here. I mean, I I feel like this takes a lot of talent. So like, we have to, you know, as soon as it starts, we have to start all these watch parties and then we have to make sure we don't want to miss any comments. Everything's being cross posted. So you can be catching this either on Lisa Schwartz LLC. You can be catching on on crazy eight ministries. You can be catching on any one of our personal, I think I have shared it to my personal, I don't know. I'm trying
1: to find the crazy eight one. I'm not seeing it.
0: Well, all right, well, we'll have Liz behind the scenes keep an eye on Crazy 8 comments. She's got us covered. Look, at she's over there just cool as a cat. Yep, there she is, right on the screen. We were hoping we would be able to catch her on the screen. She tries to hide <laughs> behind the scenes, um, but you can't hide from Taylor because he will find you every time. Gotcha! Taylor behind the scenes, running all the magic. Thank you for being with us today, and thank you for making us sound good. Always. There it is. All right. So this morning I want to share with you about our sponsor. Moretti's, Mm. gourmet, olive oils. Here we have their, look at their, look how beautiful. Oh, nice. So there, it says olive oil, vinegar, popcorn, and it's so much more. So many things that they Uh,
1: have. I'm kind of upset they don't have truffles on there.
0: Oh, because they do have amazing truffles. Uh Uh-huh. And that's
1: like the only reason I go in there. Really? Well, I do love the popcorn.
0: Okay. What's your favorite truffle?
1: I don't, I like the ones that have the mint in them.
0: Oh, okay. Have you had their, their mint Christmas crunch?
1: No,
0: okay, no, I, I almost I'll, I'll see if I can grab that for us next week. but this week we are going to be taste testing pumpkin pretzels. okay, so okay. I, we're here let me let me point this to the camera here. Where am I you. pointing this in front of you? in front of me there we go. Nope. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so just Ooh. to you and we're gonna be taste testing pumpkin ginger snap spice. okay, how are you feeling about these? Okay you, was the deep breath uh yum I want it or was it I'm not so sure about um, it Um.
1: I don't know. I'm not so sure.
0: Okay, so we're gonna start with this. Let me get the lots of rattling. Go ahead. You start with the pretzel. Okay. Um, I'll start with the pumpkin. I, I'm gonna have to be honest with you. I'm not a big ginger fan.
1: Yeah. Well, I tend to choke every time I eat popcorn, so <laughs> I'm a little nervous. <laughs> should I be... crunch in the mic or should I, know, I stay right? away
0: from the mic, Taylor? What kind of what kind of advice do well, you have for me? You pick one a day, and we'll see what the comments say, and we'll know for next okay. week. Okay. I'm gonna next I'm gonna pick crunching in the mic. Mm, um this is good wait so this also has these big i don't i don't know what that that is i don't it looks like a big gobstopper Mm -hmm. um i'm afraid to try that live on the air but i will definitely be trying it behind this is good actually not bad at all i'm not a big um not a big ginger fan Mm
1: -hmm.
0: um but this is tasty it's Mm -hmm. a very light ginger flavor anyways so this is one of their obviously one of their fall flavors did you want to try this Uh, yeah yeah okay how was, the, how was the how was the press? It was
1: good. Um, it's not overly pumpkiny, okay, which I appreciate. Yeah. So I'm Okay. Going to try that. So again, the pepper. crunch
0: in the mic this time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <You> nailed it. <laughs> she nailed the crunch in the mic. All right. If you're watching with us this morning, if you would give us a comment, um, we would love to acknowledge you and that you are watching. Um, let me make sure I have my volume off because that's always a travesty. I check when you... out this ball. <laughs> I almost said that's what she said, and then I realized that we're live, and so we probably but shouldn't say that, anyway. and then I ended but up saying it anyway. and you can't take that back. So, let's talk purpose. Go ahead and try that. You're going you're to taste gonna that. going to try it? Yeah, go ahead. Well, I'll wait for you. I don't, I don't. Um, okay, so we have a comment from Kate McGill, all the way from Illinois. She said, I have to admit, my first thought on truffles was the fungal fungus <laughs> they use hot... They use hogs to root out underground. Mm-hmm. I forgot they also are a chocolate delight. Jennifer Schumacher. Jen is says, hey, hey. this morning. What's in that?
1: What is this? I'm try- I am I think it might be chocolate. Um, Just a solid chocolate ball. <laughs> we got to stop. A ball of chocolate. Good.
0: There we go. A ball of chocolate.
1: Oh, wait, huh.
0: wait, is there something? Is there a fun nugget inside? Is it like a malt? Oh, it's like a double dipped malt ball. You know what I think that is? Looking at it, it looks like it's a chocolate malt ball with the pumpkin chocolate, white chocolate flavor around it. Right. Are you feeling it? Mm hmm. Okay. We I can definitely so. hear you tasting it. I'm sorry. No, you're good. That was what we decided. Good morning, it Peggy. Thank you for joining us this morning. Good morning, Rachel Herrera. Thank you for watching us this morning. So we're going to be talking about Let's Talk Purpose. So every week we are going to, or every week, every month, maybe I was speaking prophetically, maybe we're going to end up doing this every week. Let's do it. I mean, by popular demand, I would do it every week. We'll just have to see what kind of following we get. What kind of following do you think we're going to get?
1: Um, It's going to be amazing. It's going
0: to be amazing. Because everybody wants to talk about purpose. Everybody's looking for their purpose. I think it's like the number one question that we have in life, like, what's my purpose? It's the number one thing that causes people to struggle with anxiety, depression, anger, frustration, discouragement, disappointment. The list could go on and on of the things that we deal with on a regular basis of people not really knowing what is my purpose in life? Like, why am I even here? What am I getting up for in the morning? What's getting me out of bed? And this is the passion of my heart is to really... Um, Give people unction, motivation, understand their design in Christ, and not just come to a place where we believe it, but come to a place where we're walking in it. So, I mean, we're talking about two different, totally different concepts. Right. Right. Completely
1: right, and this is one of those things that I mean, whether you're a believer or not a believer, it doesn't really matter. I mean, everyone yes. is looking for their purpose in yes. life. That's just one of those. I mean, I did some research just online, and you know, through psychology magazines yes. and stuff like that. I mean, it's just a big topic. And it that's is a what big everyone topic. Wants to know?
0: Yeah, and I love that you brought that up because uh, you know, obviously, everything that we do is from a biblical perspective. However, I do have the opportunity to speak in a lot of what we would call secular um, platforms. I work with a lot of clients who are not believers and mm-hmm. it really doesn't matter because we all have the same innate desire and that is what in the world am I here for? Mm-hmm. We all have this passion to have an impact. Right. You know, we want to leave right. a legacy. Right. Who doesn't want to leave a legacy?
1: Right. And um, you know, I'd just be curious to see how you would focus on someone who is not a believer. Is is that any different?
0: Uh, it's really not. It I really just not. I mean, I still speak the source. I just don't say who the source is. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I'm still giving them truths. I'm still talking about everybody's, you know, intrinsic motivation. We talked about that last night in my mm-hmm. live readings and everybody's born with intrinsic motivation. Everybody's born with an innate need, a desire to want to. Have impact in life. Um, And so I can use truths. I can speak scriptures without saying, this is what the scripture says. Right. Now, occasionally with somebody who's kind of testing the waters, I'll say, oh, by the way, that's in scripture. Mm. And just kind of, you know, kind of wet their palate a little bit. And so I would say, uh, you know, not to chase any non believers away, but the majority of the people who work with me, by that time they're done working with me, they've come into (laughs) the knowledge of Jesus Christ, which is great. Of course. You know, so so we have um every month we're going to have a different theme, a different topic. We want these topics to be I say relevant. We want them to be relevant to counseling, life coaching, everyday challenges that we face that keep us from really experiencing life to the fullness of the freedom that we can be um walking in. So, uh I posted on my LLC wall Um, yesterday, I think it was, um, and asked if anybody had any topics. Yes. And it was, we did get (laughs) some, so let's talk about some of those topics that people are interested in. And, and the reason why we're going to talk about this is we want to hear from you. If you're watching this live, if you're listening to it, um, on the podcast later, message me, let me know, Hey, these are hot topics. These are things that we would love for you to discuss that will help us come into our fullness of life. All right. So first topic, throw one out.
1: Um, I'm going to throw out core beliefs, core beliefs, um, identifying them, breaking up with them, rewriting them. Yes. Yes,
0: I did. (laughs) I kind of wrote, yes, we could, that that could be three different shows in and of itself. So like, how do we identify what my core beliefs are? So people don't really realize how your core beliefs, um, for my book enforcing you, I say your core beliefs pre, determine how you perceive every moment, what your perspective will be, and ultimately the paradigm you walk in. Mm. So just as a real quick example of that, if I really struggle to the core of who I am, um, speaking more specifically about my core beliefs about me, if I struggle with um, being confident that I am, have value, um, that my life is worthy, then any interaction I have with people, if they look at me weird, if they maybe don't respond the way I'm expecting them to respond, maybe they don't give me eye contact, I'm immediately going to perceive that person doesn't value me. I mm-hmm. mean, um, it may have nothing to do with my interaction with that person. It may have, every, it has everything to do with my core belief. Then my perspective becomes um, of that person and also of my, the personality in my relationship with that person. Um, which goes into our relationships, um, is going to be, well, this person doesn't value me, this person doesn't find me worthy. And then that what that does is that confirms already that core lie. Um, When we talk about core beliefs, a lot of times there are lies, Um, it confirms that core lie. And then I begin to live in response to that core lie. And what I don't realize is I'm actually teaching and training people to treat me with lower value and lower worth, because I'm acting in lower value and lower worth. So it's just a real quick example of core lies. So we all have core beliefs. Um, unfortunately, we call it your belief system. Some of them, most of our belief system is BS. Right. <laughs> so um, identifying our core beliefs is powerful. So it's identifying them. What was the next one? Um, breaking up with breaking them. up with them. Yeah. So how do we break up with, you know, so we, we talk a lot about, um, in the counseling and the coaching world, like if I have a particular thought that I've been in relationship with, um, I want to break up with that thought. Um, and so much like a really nasty relationship, there's not always easy
1: for us to break up with. Look at, mm-hmm. she rolled her eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, can I talking, talking, you're talking to me. <laughs> yeah. No, I remember that. It's like when you, when you hear that truth and you're having to to break that thought pattern, it, it's so hard because then you're having to become someone else. Basically. Yes. And, yeah. and it's scary. Yeah. It's really scary. Cause it's, it's comfortable and you know, this person Yes, and to break out of that, you're mm-hmm. like, okay, now who am I going to be? Yes. If and, I'm not this.
0: Yeah. And in fact, a lot of times when somebody is really breaking up with a, a part of who they've been um, there's actually a grieving process that goes mm-hmm. on there, and so a lot of times we even, from the counseling perspective, will approach that as grief counseling, um, and really kind of walk them through that process, especially if they're breaking up with a pattern that goes along with that belief system. Right. So what I, th- th- that's going to be that could be you know two or three segments in of itself in and of itself. So it's identifying your belief core beliefs, breaking up with them, and then what was the third rewriting part them. rewriting them. Yeah. So we don't want to just break up. The important part is rewriting. And this is where the question, and you will hear me say this over and over and over and over again, who do I want to be? Mm-hmm. You know, what is my possibility? Um, more importantly, what is my God possibility? What is my God potential? Am I living to the fullness of my God design? And that's a powerful question to ask yourself all the time in any particular moment, in any particular moment. So i to try the next. Uh, yeah, let's go topic. to the next topic. Yeah, because um, otherwise I'll just start preaching on those. Okay. <laughs> let's keep moving.
1: I think the first one that came up was parenting, um, teens, um, adoption, purpose as a stay at home mother. Oh, um, man. Multicultural homes. Oh, yeah. All the things. That's
0: a lot, a lot of things. Um, parenting teens, man. Uh, for those of you who have toddlers still at home, we don't want to scare you, um, but it, it, it gets challenging.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's challenging in a different way.
0: Yeah. It. it yeah, you're right. Absolutely. It's di- challenging in a different way. I mean, I feel as though I could safely say off the cuff, you know, when your kids are little, um, it's very physically tasking, Yeah. you know, you're doing everything on little sleep because, right. you know, a lot of times we have a toddler, you also have a baby, um, Taylor can't relate to probably any of this over there. No. <laughs> yeah. But as your kids get older, then it becomes a little bit more emotionally tasking. Yes. Uh, look at the face. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. I'm entering into that
1: one right yes. now. Yes.
0: So, um, a lot of people may not know this, but I, I, I'm, I feel like it's obvious that I'm the founder of Crazy Eight Ministries. Obviously, the founder of Lisa Schwartz LLC, but also a mom of six kids. Um, so great topic, hot topic. That is going to be a place where we're going to want to. Taylor, can people call in and ask questions live when we're live on the show? Not today, but starting very soon. Yes. Okay. So soon that is going to be coming. But in the meantime, um, what we're going to want when we do that topic is we're going to want people to really kind of post their questions because we want, we want relevant answers to real questions. I don't want to sit here and just talk about stuff that means nothing to anybody. So parenting, good one. What's the next
1: one? Um, toxic people, um, narcissists. <laughs> toxic people. <laughs> That's That was my wording. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was an overview. Um, yeah. Dealing with narcissists, recognizing toxic relationships, setting boundaries in relationships. Oh, interesting. Loved ones. Yeah,
0: this is such a hard topic as well because, um, uh, you know, our, ugh, bleh, our world is not good at teaching how to set boundaries, when to set boundaries, um, at all, and so we either live a completely, I, I say, boundaried life, which is more like a walled off life, right? Or we end end up living completely boundaryless, where we have no filter at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and so where is that balance? How do I know when it's time to set a boundary? Who do I set boundaries with? Um, and how do I set boundaries? Mm-hmm. So that's a really good topic. Anybody who wants to jump ahead, you can get my book to love and to be loved, Establishing Healthy Relationships. I talk a lot about healthy boundaries. Because there are unhealthy boundaries as well. A lot of times people set boundaries as a coping mechanism and that's not good. Did you did your laptop just lie? What's happening? Yeah, here? something
1: just went wrong. <laughs> are you did you did something pop up that we don't want everybody was, to no, see? No, 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 no.
0: <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> no.
1: That was my signal to Liz that I am not watching anymore. It did not happen. It's not working. Okay. It did not happen.
0: Let me pause and because uh, we've got some people watching this morning. We have about 24 people watching just from the LLC. I'm not sure what we got on. Now, do our lives all add up? So is it just 24? They will. Okay. So, so. Yes. all right, 25 people watching. If you're watching, if you would give us a hello. If you have not shared this, please share this to your wall. Um, because we want the whole world to come into the fullness of their purpose and enforce who they could be and who they're designed to be. So Tammy Murphy is with us this morning. That would be Tammy 2, not Tammy oh, 1. So we have several say. Tammy Murphys. It's Tammy 2 watching. Kyler says, "I my girls, <laughs> with some fire emojis. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah, we we feel it. We're feeling it. Um, Tammy says, breaking up with yourself is extremely hard, but so incredible. It's Mm. incredibly freeing, Mm -hmm. incredibly freeing. Um, Most people don't realize that we are our biggest opposition. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, And that's difficult because we're supposed to love ourselves. um, And a lot of times our lack of love um, for who we are, who we're designed to be, keeps us from becoming and again we get caught up in that cycle. All right, I'm going to I digress. Uh, Janelle is with us this morning. So appreciate to be a part today. Good morning, Janelle. We're glad to have you with us. All right, so next topic, marriage. Marriage. You know, I'm thinking shout out ooh, ooh, to Brad Schwartz. I'm thinking it would be fun if if there's a Wednesday that he's in town. Mm-hmm. Him and I have done a couple of marriage talk shows together. Um, and he, believe it or not, he does get a word in. Um so (laughs) he does get a word in. If those of you who know Brad, you know he gets a word in. Um and so I think it would be fun, um, obviously to have you on the show as well, but to have him as well and kinda, you know, be able to talk about real life stuff. Oh yeah. Um we don't. I, I think again that could be three or four shows in and of itself, talking about more specifics in marriage, talking about communication, mm-hmm. talk about parenting as partners, um, talking about sex. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we want to talk about it because all of that is enforcing our purpose in life. Right. All right. right. Next topic. Let's go leadership. Leadership. I an love interesting. One. I love that somebody put that on there because we are designed to be leaders. The Bible says that we're the head and not the tail. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, look at, you yeah. just had an
1: epiphany. I just out. had a <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I just never connected so that verse begins. to leadership. So. Yeah. Okay. The okay. head
0: and not the tail. It means I'm out in front. That's right. I'm not behind. Um, and so every single one of us are called to be leaders in areas of our lives. And that doesn't mean I'm called to be a leader of necessarily politics or business or this, but wherever God has equipped me and wherever he has empowered me, I should lead in that place mm-hmm. and from that place. Um, And so if you don't feel or see or sense places and maybe you're just leading I say just like it's not, maybe you're the leader of of your home and that you're leading your children in their education. You're leading your children in their character and in their purpose. Um, but every single one of us is called to an aspect of leadership. So I love, I think it was Elizabeth McLaren from Cincinnati that Mm -hmm. put that topic up there. She comes up with some really deep stuff. Um, I, I am hoping, not hoping she shows up because I say that in jest, obviously, because she's a really, really, really deep thinker and really, um, uh, challenges me in a really good way to think deeper. so I love that she brought up leadership and I'm excited to talk about leadership.
1: Yeah. And under that, um, it was mentioned honor and authority,
0: honor and authority. Mm. Yeah. And that kind of stoked me as well. I, th- I think, um, honor and authority and recognizing authority, recognizing that we live in a, in a place in a, in a world where there is pecking order, um, recognizing where you fall in the pecking order. And again, that's that place where if you're in a position where you're not necessarily the leader in the room, um, we, we lead, through the honor that we give and through who we are in that moment and honor is huge i think we've i definitely i definitely think we have I feel like Mr. Allard when he said, because you're entitled to my opinion. Here's my opinion <laughs> that you are entitled to. Um, we live in a society that has lost the art of okay. honor. Um, so that will be a really hot topic as well. Let me let me pause here because Mama Greenroy Hello. is watching us. Hello, Shirley Greenroy. Any topics? Anybody have any suggestions? Um, I'm watching. I am watching, and I want to hear your ideas and suggestions even if some of the topics that we've talked about more specific if you have questions go ahead and start throwing them out there because this program is designed around you and your needs as the listener all right next topic goal setting goal setting mm. you know um so was that you that, that was, mm-hmm. it sounded like liz i was like did somebody mic liz <laughs> um so goal setting is huge so you know uh, I just released my fifth book, Enforcing Purpose. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. My
1: new favorite book. Your new favorite it book. It overtook so t- To Love and To Be Loved.
0: Oh, so To Love and To <clears throat> Be Loved was your favorite that book. That was my favorite book. And Enforcing. So why is this your favorite now?
1: I think just because of my time of life. Um, <laughs> it's just... She's it. going to get personal with us, folks. <laughs> no, it's just so applicable. I mean, it's, it's what you want to hear. It's what you are interested in is what everyone's interested in. And so it's so practical and just going through and um, the worksheets in the back, which are just totally wrecking me. And uh,
0: so give us an example of a worksheet that you're maybe you're, you're challenged in going through.
1: Well, I'll tell you what I loved was purpose discovering. That is a lot of fun. Like I can do the things where it's like, Ooh, let's think big. But then when it comes to, discovering things that are like identifying the things in your life. So uh, when we
0: say the things, I'm talking about specifically uh, the things that distract us and keep us from coming into, from accomplishing what we intend to accomplish in a moment, right? Right. We all kind of wake up with, whether we realize it or not, we all wake up with somewhat of an idea of what we're going to be doing that day. Mm-hmm. Um and at the end of the day one of the questions I love to ask is did you accomplish everything you intended to accomplish and if not why not Um and then I'll often take a client and say like tomorrow um what is the plan that you have for tomorrow what do you want to what do you want to accomplish and then I will ask them what are the dangers that you see that would might keep you and so we put a plan of action together to actually say well what might keep me is if my kid wakes up early from my nap or um I get too distracted with social media, whatever it is. Um, and so then we put a plan of action together to prevent and put up basically a boundary, mm-hmm. a boundary to prevent that barrier, to keep me from accomplishing what do I want what I want to accomplish. It really goes back to taking that authority and taking ownership over your own life and recognizing I am the head and not the tail. Right. All right. I interrupted you. Go ahead. No,
1: you're totally fine. Um, things like what are your tolerances? Um, I find that I can dream big. I like the wildest dreams and I like going for yeah. the purposes and stuff. But then it's like, okay, so what am I doing that's not helping me in that? And I'm like, uh, I don't really want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you, when you were first talking about the
0: worksheets, how you were like, oh, I don't want to do the worksheets because once I write them down, I can't unknow them. Yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's what I yeah, initially found. Is that once you put out those wildest dreams, then they're out there. If I write them down, then they've, they've been put out in the world and I can't take that back at that point. Then I've got to, I have this in me now that if I don't pursue that, then I'm going to have this disappointment and I'm going to have this resentment, you know, at some point in life. Yeah. So, um, it's that inner accountability that kind of kicks in. Yeah. Yeah. This is out there.
0: But it's important, and so I talk a lot about that in the book as well, the importance of really taking that um, courageous step of writing down the audacious dreams that are in our hearts. It mm-hmm. is a courageous step. It requires a lot of overcoming boundaries in our own mind. When we talked about healthy boundaries, unhealthy boundaries. Right. Fear is one of the biggest boundary, unhealthy oh, boundaries that we deal with on a regular basis. I feel like we could have an entire talk show on fear. Oh, yeah absolutely fear of
1: man fear of failure fear
0: of self fear of success (laughs) fear of success it's interesting because i I have identified that that uh, many years ago that that is one of my greatest fears Mm. is fear of success Mm. because you know when you get so high if you will you hit a plateau or a platform then that becomes the new floor right um and so you there's no going back Um, And so part of that is obviously can be an unhealthy fear. Some of that is the spiritual drive in me and recognizing that I am designed to continuously increase and continuously grow. So there should be an organic process of continuously moving up, if you will, in my own design and in my purpose and my accomplishment.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. There's fear has been a major one one for me. So Shirley has thrown out a
0: topic. Okay, Her topic is elderly still living life. Okay. Which I, I feel like she would need to be uh, a, a guest yes, on that. A- absolutely. Surely we would need you to talk fast to keep up with Brittany. I. Talk fast and loud. Yes. Talk e- e- and loud is a key for her. We'll have to really, well, Taylor can fix that. He can fix anything. Anything. Isn't yes. It? <laughs> I can. We're just still making sure you're still listening to us, Taylor. Of course I'm still listening. Of course. So she said seniors would be a better word for elderly. However, both are, are the subject. So mm. that's a great subject. I, I, um, I actually personally am like, Ooh, because I've never spoken on that or really kind of, um, and, and in our, in our, in our ministry, a lot of the elderly, we give them to more of our elderly counselors. Right. Um, so I would be very interested to pick her brain a little bit more on some of the challenges, but I am willing to bet it's still I don't feel purpose, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Especially as we're getting older, looking back and saying, have I accomplished my purpose? Am I done with my purpose? What's my purpose in my tomorrow? One of the things you guys hear me say all the time is if you're not dead, he's not done. Right? Um, And so every day we wake up with purpose. Um, So that's an exciting topic. All right, what else do you got?
1: Um, That was all of my topics.
0: All of your topics.
1: Well, that was all the ones that were suggested. All the ones that were thrown out there. That doesn't mean that that's all that there is. But all those counselors out there... They should have some topics. Yeah, I would
0: think they would have some topics as well. So um, so let's talk for a minute about the theme of the show, Let's Talk Purpose, because who you are is important to what you do and where you are going. Um, and I, I think when we're talking about purpose... Uh, where that's what you do and where you're going, being pertinent to who you are, which takes us back to those counseling issues and who I am, what I'm believing, my core beliefs, um, what I believe about who I am, all of those things is so important to what I do and where I'm going. Um, and so I'm curious to know what you've experienced in your, I'm totally putting you on the spot right now, <laughs> what you've experienced in your own life as far as discovering who you are versus your purpose and the importance of that. Oh, sure.
1: So discovering who I was, like, is this has been probably like, we're looking at like a six, seven year journey here. Um, but before that it was always, people have told me who I was. Oh, that's people good. have told me who, what my purpose was, whether it be your family, your parents, the school, husband, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, has told me who, who I was and what my purpose was. And you know what, I just couldn't figure out. It was at that point where I was happy, but I wasn't, um, I was like, there's gotta be more than this. Mm -hmm. Like I can't imagine living out my life. Yeah. it's good. And this is it. Mm -hmm. Like there's got to be more than this. So, but I would have never come into my purpose if I would have never found out who I am. Like, that's just something I've got to, learn my own desires and what makes me when mm-hmm. you say what makes me tick and what ticks, what me, ticks off. me off yeah <laughs> <laughs> and, and not it's what a catchy <laughs> phrase yeah not what other people have said or not what society has said a stay-at-home mom is supposed to look like and mm, what they're supposed to that's feel so good or what a divorced is supposed to look like and what they're yeah what they're supposed to do mm-hmm. um and it's just been this it there's a lot of fear behind it. And there was a lot of, um, overcoming that fear and saying, you know what, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to have to do it afraid. Yeah. Do it afraid. Do it afraid. It's good. And step out. And, um, I don't know where it's going to land or where Mm -hmm. I'm going to do, but I do know that God's got me in this and, you know, and I had enough people around me that I was like, I'm never going to, even if I, even if I fail, um, I'm never going to be on the street. You know, I've always got someone who's, yeah, it's good. Who's, who's got me. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was just a lot of trusting that the Mm -hmm. Lord, um, knew what he was doing when he Mm -hmm. made me and going back to who I was, Mm -hmm. um, really when I was a child Mm -hmm. and a teenager and looking at that and going all those things that I was taught were, were not wrong, but, you know, you're, you're just shy. You're just a wallflower, you know, all those. Wait, things. wait,
0: did somebody actually say you were a wallflower? Oh my gosh. Yes. Multiple oh my times. goodness. Multiple okay. times. Okay. So you this is a help. great example of how the things people say and how they put labels on us. And then we become that person mm-hmm. and that's the power of words, right? Yeah. And the things that we speak, I think that could be a topic in and of itself is just the power of words and reteaching and training how we receive words and also the words we choose to speak. Um, because people are going to say what they want to say. It is on us. We get to take the ownership as to how we will receive those words, Mm -hmm. you know? And so again, whole other topic in and of itself. Mm
1: -hmm. And it's not until you know who God says you are that you can go, when somebody says that you can go, "Mm, no, no, I'm not taking that Uh, one.
0: Yep. Um, (laughs) I'm sorry. I can't hear you. (laughs) So we have a couple other, um, comments online in regard to Kate says, if you have a pulse, you have a purpose, Paul Newman Amy Sanger, good morning to you. General feelings of overwhelm. Okay, that is good. I'm surprised nobody has brought up even anxiety and and worry and overwhelm. Yeah, all of those things. So that is definitely on our list. You and I have kind of made a hot topics list. I'm um, talking about anxiety, fear, definitely feeling overwhelmed. And again, so let me let me give you this nugget. So it's interesting how the enemy will take uh, things that are a part of our design and he will t- twist them and distort them um, to discourage us. Um, so when we think about that feeling of being overwhelmed, I think about Deuteronomy 28, when it says that when you are walking in accordance to the word of the Lord, that the blessings of God will overwhelm you mm. and will overtake you. Mm. And so there is a part of our design that we are to live life feeling somewhat overwhelmed, but not overwhelmed by negative things. We should be living life where I'm overwhelmed with the goodness of God. I'm Mm. overwhelmed with the gratefulness in my heart. I'm overwhelmed with a thankfulness. Everywhere I look, I see the presence of the Lord, and I am overwhelmed by His presence. Mm. Um, So I, I, I couldn't help but... When I think of that word overwhelm, so Amy, I mean, just for you this morning, take that feeling of being overwhelmed and allow God to grab hold of that, to capitalize on that emotion and to say... I am a God who wants to overwhelm you. So it's not the feeling of being overwhelmed in and of itself that is wrong. It's what we're being overwhelmed with. But mm-hmm. we have the power to to, to re navigate that. And so I just, uh, Amy, I just want to encourage you this. One. See, this is how what will be great when people come in because we can speak directly and very um, practically to people in their moments. Right. Um, so, Amy, grab that. word. I would even take that word, I would write it on an index card. Um, and I would write all the lies that are overwhelming you right now. I would cross those out. I would flip the card in a, as, a, as a, pi- a picture, a prophetic image of flipping the script. And then write the word overwhelm again and begin to rewrite the script and write the things the ways that God has overwhelmed you. And so in a moment you're choosing um, not to dismiss or ignore the emotion, but you're choosing to allow it to come into the authority of the kingdom instead of this world. Mm. Um, Okay. So overcoming the feeling of unworthiness. That's from Peggy. Thank you for your comment. That is going to be huge. And, and again, I think, you know, when we go back to those core beliefs, um, you know, you just shared a little bit of your story, which I appreciate And you talk about your system and your experience defining and kind of actually bringing you into this personality or this identity that was false Mm -hmm. to who you could be, who you're designed to be. Um, And so I think that
1: all ties in with all of that as well. Yeah, because um, I never would have been here doing this (laughs) (laughs) under those old belief systems, under that BS. It's
0: so interesting (laughs) under that BS. Y'all, when we say BS, we're talking about your belief system, and we will keep saying it because it is BS. Um, Amy says, yes, the power of words spoken over you. It's our responsibility to receive them or not. took me almost 40 years to learn that. Amy Sanger, you are not over 40 years old. Maybe she she must be exactly 40. So, um, you mentioned earlier, um, failure Mm. and talking about that fear, fear of failure. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think that could be a topic in and of itself as well. Like how do we handle failure? And more importantly, how do we capitalize on failure? Um, because I am getting more and more the older that I'm getting, the older that Mm -hmm. I'm getting, (laughs) did you see my eyeball roll really nice and close (laughs) on that? The older that I'm getting, um, is that. Every failure or perceived failure, and I'll say perceived failure, um, because most of the time failure is because I have an expectation that's unrealistic, mm-hmm. okay? okay? So perceived failure is an opportunity for me to grow. Um, and when we learn to capitalize on this, we no longer fear failure, but we welcome them mm-hmm. in some regard as a part of life, and we understand the power of failure to really increase who we're designed to be. So just a real quick nugget on that. Oh, so she said she's almost, she almost 40. She's 38.
1: Oh, I was like, oh, she's right there with me, but she's a little bit younger. How old me. are you? 39.
0: 39. Well, we're going to be having some parties coming up. Oh, no, We're going to be having some parties coming up. Um, Liz, I see you're texting me. Is this something I need to be looking at right now? Okay, <laughs> uh, I was like ignoring her. I'm like, why, why is she... Uh, okay, so these are all comments that are coming from Crazy 8. Yeah, Crazy 8, your LLC. Okay, why am I not seeing all these? What am I watching here? You're walking, you are
1: uh, not your LLC, but your private
0: watch party. That's what I'm watching, my private watch party yeah, up here? watching the LLC. I'm watching your private watch party. Okay, all right, y'all. I'm so sorry. So Liz, thank you, who keeps me... Y'all don't realize, but Liz is affectionately... I call her my brain because yes. yeah. <laughs> there is no disagreement. I kind of like live in this spiritual la-la land. I, You're I, in the I live in the woo-woo uh, and I don't like to come out of the woo-woo. So, um, Liz in the woo-woo, that is her gift, right? My yeah. gift of the woo-woo is, is, you know, the manifestational gifts of the Holy spirit and speaking and teaching and training and writing. And so it requires me to stay in my right side of my brain. Um, Liz's gift is on the left side of her brain, so at brain health. We could be talking oh, a lot that's about. A good one. Yeah, I have a certification in brain health, so that would be a great topic as well. Okay, so uh, a, a comment from Kimberly Nelson. I so get that comment on fe- finding purpose for yourself, not letting others tell you your purpose. Awesome, thank you, Kimberly, for joining us this morning. We have uh, received your comment and appreciate your um, participation mm-hmm. in our discussion this morning from the private watch party of a few hellos from Karen Baker Rachel Hel- House good morning Jonathan Cook for those of you who don't know Jonathan Cook he has a show here it's Taylor what 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 show does he do what's it the I mean local when is it show is local- at 830 a.m. You asked for it I love that voice <laughs> this is so good um, occasionally I'm just going to have him, bust him. <laughs> and now for a commercial break <laughs> This show is sponsored by Moretti's. Yes. All right. So Jonathan has, what would you say to someone struggling with comparison? Oh, that is a great. So comparison is very um, comparable to the word competition. Mm. Um, And so really, I mean, Jonathan, that is a whole topic in and of itself as well. But off the cuff off the cuff, uh, you know, the, the Bible says that there is a race that we have been given and to run our own race and to make it your ambition to lead a quiet life and minding your own business. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's your encouragement and also your subtle rebuke in regard to <laughs> comparison. So and again, an entire top talk on that, because I do think we struggle with comparison. And a lot of that is goes back to we allow the world to be the standard by which we live. Um, and we allow the people around us to define our possibilities, our potential, our purpose, our design. And so then they become our measure of success. They become, and and so a lot of, there's a, that is a huge topic in and of itself. I love it, we will write it down. Um, because I think it's it's all about really how do you measure success? So we think about comparison and competition. I'm allowing my success in my path and my lane to be measured by the people around me instead of allowing God to be my measure of success. Um, so, you know, and how we define success biblically is very different than how the world defines success or how you and I would even define success. Am I, is that my cliffhanger?
1: <laughs> cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah. And I would say, um, something I had I had learned was when somebody's doing something that you aspire to or kind of like in your lane, mm-hmm. that instead of comparing yourself to them, it's like that celebrating them and oh, celebrating their good. successes and that's stuff so because good. their success and their testimony yes. opens the door for you as well. Yeah, that's so good. So that's so good. That,
0: I really appreciate you saying that. It goes back to the love chapter in 1 Corinthians 13 where it says that um, love always celebrates. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, love does not, um, doesn't point out people's wrongs. It doesn't compare itself, all of those things. Um, and so yeah, we, we do need to learn how to celebrate each other, but a lot of times we get really salty oh, with yeah. people who are experiencing success and yeah. it's a terrible feeling it uh, is. Uh, as there's as the one being salty. It's a terrible feeling. It is. It's not who I want to yeah. be. Yeah. It's that, definitely not
1: who I want to be. That jealousy that yeah kind of comes up.
0: All right, so let's see if we have any other comments this morning. Um, uh, We would love to hear your feedback on how you enjoyed this show. Um, So this show will be coming the first Wednesdays of every month at 10.30 a.m. That is where we are starting. Now, if we have popular demand... What say you BP daddy?
1: I think we can work it into our schedule. We could
0: work it into our schedule. I need to ask my assistant.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I can work it into my schedule. I'm not speaking for her.
0: (laughs) I'm not allowed to put anything into my schedule anymore because I really have the gift of botching it up, Um, which is why I'm blessed with this lovely lady over here. Um, but yeah, so we, we really are going to start with the first Wednesdays of the month, 10 30 live. If you miss the live, the beautiful thing about Facebook live is you can rewatch. So if you are rewatching the show, if you would just put a comment in that said, I watched the replay, I rewatched it. That would be great. Obviously it's going to be also produced, um, as an audio podcast that will be produced on my podcast channel, I guess is what you would call it. So, That sums us up. If you uh, want more information or resources on how you can enforce purpose in your life, go to www.lisa-schwartz.com. But until the next time, enforce your purpose because who you are is important to what you do and where you are going.